0: Hello and welcome to Differential Discussions. I'm Melissa. And I'm Dave. And today we're continuing our guest series talking about leaving the hospital environment and this time going to work into in the laboratory information systems world. And we have Kim Murray with us today. So Kim, welcome. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for having me.
1: So happy to be here.
0: Yeah, okay. we're excited to have you here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and so basically what we just want to kind of start off with is do you want to tell us your path your story how you graduated and I'm guessing you worked in the hospital for a little bit
1: yeah yeah I'm happy to so um you many many years ago (laughs) just kidding how many years ago was it maybe I'm
2: thinking 10
1: years
2: yeah since you graduated
1: okay 10 years ago. So, wow. so Kim
2: and I Kim and I uh I had the pleasure of having Kim in my class. She had uh, the pain of having me. <laughs>
1: oh no, no, that's You not guys cool. graduated 10 years ago. Oh my god. Yeah, so a decade ago <laughs> way back then um I uh I for my internship I was assigned to the VA Medical Center. So that was our first year uh with that facility. Uh, so none of us really knew What to expect, but um, basically I had my internship there I got offered the position during my internship, which was awesome. Um, I get to stay, you know, in the same place I was familiar with. Um, and I worked there for a few years. I worked that first second shift where it was fast and furious. And you learned all kinds of things. You wore sneakers because you needed to jog. Um, I was a generalist. So you were jogging between departments. You had a blood culture popping off over here. Someone needed a blood unit over here. Um, and you had a statroponent in the other room. So you're jogging, you have timers going everywhere and you learn a lot and you learn a lot quickly. So, uh, very fun. Um, and the second life shift for me, um, lasted a a good amount of time uh, but I kind of felt a little disconnected from real life so I was really trying to um, head over to the first uh, shift world so I could kind of reconnect with um, society and friends and family. (laughs) Uh, So yeah I went over to uh, first shifts and still just as busy we had you know a lot going on but there were more, you know, bodies there to help us uh, with with different things. Um, so I was able to take all the wild amounts of knowledge I learned from not only UMass, but also being thrown into the fire of. Uh, three to four person shift running like a whole lab or back in the day on the weekends, one of us running the whole lab. Um, that's where you really are jogging. Um, and you're also like the processor and running the pneumatic tubes and you learn these skills that you're going to take with you everywhere. And I don't know if not knowing how to manage all those things, if I can manage, um, how busy my life has become, uh, in the it world now. So, um, so yeah, so I I stayed at the um, VA for a few years um, and then I just was looking to kind of grow my resume overall and um, looking for different opportunities out there. Where else could I use these skills? How could I kind of introduce a different flexibility to my life overall? Um, you know, just make make my schedule look a little bit differently, maybe add some working from home aspect. Um, so I started looking into IT and um, I interviewed with um, Meditech and I uh, I received a position there. I had my last shifts at the VA on Sunday. I started Meditech on Monday. <laughs> uh, so I wish I took some time off there, I'll be honest, but um, it just worked out that way. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, so then I got introduced to the fast and furious worlds of um, IT so um, kind of cool coming into Meditech with um, a clinical background. I was able to excel and exceed pretty quickly just because I had all of this knowledge. Um, and whereas a lot of um, a lot of the staff that, that work at Meditech, maybe they don't have the clinical background per se. Um, and so I was able right off the bat as a newbie, we've all been new, we're kind of like lost, but I was already able to start implementing training programs and, um, just being able to sit down with people and explain kind of like the knowledge behind different things. Um, so, you know, we had these, you know, we had programmers and different staff working on projects, but not knowing what the terminology meant. So having that kind of, um, concept in my mind, I'm like, this must be really hard for them to imagine. And so, um, I just made a lot of different fun trainings and, um, would explain, you know, what this actually meant outside of the code realm. Um, so not only learning the Metatech system, um, but also being able to speak to, you know, um, issues or designs coming in that maybe were very convoluted and because we didn't have that clinical filter there we're getting lost a little bit and um and maybe like not on the right track all the time so it was it was pretty cool you know i was making binders for everyone and i really like i just like loved it um and I still love it. I've just gone uh, different directions. Uh, so, so yeah. I just um, I had um, a role, basically lab based um, overall, working with um, supporting the software, improving the software. Um, so essentially, Meditech, for those who don't know, is an electronic healthcare um, record company. So if you go to your doctor's office and or you have an app maybe some, some have fancy apps, um, you can kind of track all of your lab results and your follow-up visits. And um, it's where the physicians and um, practitioners can enter in all of the data into a computer system versus downtime procedures, which is on paper. Um, so it's kind of just like um, an interface-based software program um, that is going to be forever improved and ever-changing. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's kind of where I was for a few years and quickly promoting to, you know, a senior level and um, just moving through. Um, and within the past year, I've kind of uh, shifted gears and kind of gone more into like account executive level where I am um, working with and managing uh, managing our um, our big clients that we have. Um, so our hospitals in a sense, um, and I work for a new form of software that is, uh, like cloud and service-based. So it's the next, you know, cutting edge up and coming of, of software of medical software in general. So I've been working with those clients now and, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where, uh, all of the skills I've learned collectively come into play because, um, we learn how to be professional. We learn how to balance a million things at once, Uh, which fire is the biggest, I guess you could say Uh, that is so important. And, um, and yeah, i just, yeah, just, I didn't see it all going this way, but I'm so glad it did. And I get to work from home and um, kind of make my schedule and time for myself if I needed work around appointments and work with CIOs and COOs all day and kind of just, um, and yeah, use all of the, the knowledge we've gained from a decade ago. <laughs> so today, so long story short,
0: <laughs> so, yeah. so Kim, when you first went to Meditech, what mm-hmm. was your title? What What's the job title that you had?
1: It was called application specialist. So you just basically specialize in that product or that, that type um, of software. So there's all different types for that, right? There's pharmacy, there's laboratory, there's, um, you know, billing, there's all different avenues you can go. And I specifically worked with the team who, um, Updated the software, so we were always pushing out the latest, the greatest, the bug fixes, all that stuff. So if you have an iPhone, um, I'm not sure about like the Android worlds, but if you have an iPhone and you get prompted for those iOS updates, just think of that as the same thing. Um, you know, when you need a software update, like in the in the hospital world. So I was working with that team to kind of get some, you know, get stuff squared away, cleaned up, enhanced and supported basically. And
0: did you have to have experience in lab before you went into this role or was it just a good experience to have going into that role?
1: It's I don't think you you don't necessarily have to have my particular experience for the role. Um I think it could um perhaps contribute to how quickly I was able to be promoted and, you know, kind of move up the ladder through the company. Um, But I will say we have people from all um, walks, but it's kind of like they come in and they're like, I don't know what a specimen like, or it it is really challenging. So I will say a lot of the staff that maybe don't have that particular background experience um, really have a challenging time, especially with lab Um, Meditech was started with, with lab only, we were a lab only based, um, company. So, um, a lot of our lab people tend to do really well within, within Meditech overall. So, um, not 100% needed, but they definitely put me in this position because I did have the experience with lab and the, um, two people who replaced me when I, um, left that role, um, also had come from, um, hospital background, specifically lab. And they were like, thank goodness, because who can understand this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if you don't study it for many years? But mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I, one of the questions we like to ask about these uh, these employment um, kind of uh, tracks is uh, how UMass kind of helped you, like what? how did the UMass education contribute to your success? And I think you've touched a lot of those points. So yeah. I kind of want to like uh, uh, narrow it down a little bit. So, like, do you have any programming or computer science kind of background at all? Or?
1: I don't know. Um, I don't have any background in that. I have learned a lot. Um, you learn a lot just working with it daily. Um, MetaTech specifically is a proprietary language. So, essentially, we have our own code that we're not using standard code that I could just Google. Um, so that's a whole nother learning curve. So even if you played around on Google, like moving code around and trying to fix stuff, um, it's a whole different ball game over at Meditech. So kind of cool. And also a little scary because there's not as many answers out there. So
2: hmm.
1: um, yeah, no specific, like no coding background specifically needed. Um, we do have programming stuff that come from, you know, all over different walks of life. And they they don't, they didn't study lab right they studied computer science or engineering or whatever walk of life they're coming from so when they get the you know like aliquot like I remember that being just like you know like <laughs> what is this word even like had you know so it was just like funny stuff like that um and when I first started I was like super into it like oh let me show you like a tube and like let me show you like this container you know it's just kind of funny but um but yeah, no computer science. Background. Yeah,
2: I, I I want our uh, listeners to understand, like, hey, just because it's a laboratory information yeah. system, right? And that's the yeah, no, you You don't need to be no scientist. Yeah. yeah,
1: there's tons of training um, at Meditech for for the, for that type of role, um, and having your lab background, you're gonna be able to to get it much much easier. So it's basically when I started, it was trying to learn how to use that computer system similar to everyone who works in a hospital you go to a new hospital they have this software you have to learn how to use it where i worked we didn't have meditech so i was used to this um this like older system so i you know i came over to meditech and was like wow who knew all this you know you could have reports and all these fancy things um so it's it's the learning curve in that sense but you have all the terminology so so it was very, a very easy adjustment for me. That's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm fascinated with that, um, with interdisciplinary kind of uh, positions. Yeah. And I think that's really neat that you kind of served as like a science educator of sorts or mm-hmm. like a healthcare educator within the company. Because yeah. I've certainly used um, medical uh, software and I've never used Meditech before, right? So this is not mm-hmm. But I've certainly used... Software before and been like a med tech didn't make this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes.
2: You're fumbling yes. around through menus and you're like, mm-hmm. this is not "That's
1: it. Thing. That's another piece. I don't think I've I've touched on that either. Is like coming from the lab. Like this doesn't make. I don't know. Like I've said it. I said it a lot of times. I was like, "This makes no sense. But why are there so many steps? And how can we make this better? So. You really can come in. There's all different types of positions um, like in the IT world, but you can really come in at any position and having that lab background is just going to, you know, blow everyone away, you know, just because you, you're you coming with this insane amount of knowledge that um, that they maybe not everyone has that goes there, you know, so. Yeah, so it's cool. And was that position, it sounds like that position's not as remote. Did you get to do some work from home with that position? Yeah, I did. Um, So at first, so ever as, you know, a uh, uh, caveat, everything's changed because of COVID in a sense. Um, So uh, there always used to be this, this rule of two years, you know, working in the office. Um, and we have offices like, you know, pretty much all around like the area foxborough um like i have one in fall river here near me where i live um so there's there's all we have offices over at canton westwood um i think we have three locations in, That's in, in massachusetts for everybody Mostly <laughs> in massachusetts. Some... <laughs> oh yeah sorry massachusetts yeah and uh we have some in georgia atlanta and they are expanding to other places i think texas and florida Um, we have some people working internationally as well. Um, So, uh, so we we're definitely expanding over the years and the remote aspect is definitely growing more. So it used to be two days from home um, after you'd been there for two years. And then uh, with COVID, we were full-time home every day for a few years up until the last month or so they kind of, um, have wanted us to get back into the office, kind of interact with staff once a week, um, if you can. Um, so we've kind of been trying to go back in and establish, you know the connections of working with people face to face versus virtually face to face. So um, so yeah, so so I love the remote aspect. like for me personally, I I can't really picture life without it now. <laughs> So, uh, so it's definitely brought a lot of flexibility into my life. And um, yeah, I love it.
0: And and how was with that first position that you had there? How was the work-life balance?
1: The work-life balance um, overall has been, has been really great. Um, I, even with the first position that I had, you know, I had our, we had our set hours. We had our holidays. We had our weekends off, which was a big, A big change from what i was um used to um with you know working in the hospital um a lot like vacation time sick time all of that stuff everything was um everything was much more flexible and it when you know it wasn't uh, necessarily based on seniority like you could take time off when when you wanted and you didn't have to see if you know x y and z people took it first or whatnot um so so yeah a lot more flexibility in that sense um so i was really happy that you know it ended up that way i kind of took a leap of faith uh, go, going to it i will tell you um i i don't think i really understood what my position was going to be but I knew I wanted a, a something different and to try different things. So the first day, I was like, "Is there going to be a lab there?" Or like, you know, I was kind of looking for the lab in my head because um, I thought I was going to be doing something with quality control. I was like, "I know QC; I do this every day." Um, so, so I definitely took a leap of faith, and uh, and it it worked out for me. So,
2: it, it's good to give people the courage to kind of make a change.
1: Yeah, yeah. Why not?
2: Yeah, because I think we've all been in a place where maybe we feel like we need to change. Yeah. It's still scary to do it, right? Definitely.
1: It was so, it was scary, but I definitely took a leap of faith where I was like, I don't know exactly what I'm getting myself into, but I think I'm ready to learn something different and new and use these skills differently. And it was, it was a really perfect fit for me.
2: And the lab's not going anywhere, right? I yeah, mean. oh, I
1: can always go back to the lab. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of it all. You can always go back to um, back to lab. There's different positions within the lab. You can become IT lab for the hospital. You know, there's so many different. You could be the Meditech representative at the hospital. Um, there's so many different avenues. So I just thought that trying something new at that point in my life was um, was something that I really wanted to do. So. I'm glad I did it
2: good for you yeah
1: yeah thank you and did that position have any travel or all um I have not traveled yet um for for Meditech um I know they are looking looking into it for my my newer position to kind of um go out to the different hospitals that I manage and just sit you know sit with them talk to them see how they're doing see if I can help with projects or Um, The FaceTime is really important. Um, There are roles that have traveling. You can actually, um, you could like implement the software. So you could go on site and teach them how to use lab software, which is, which is great. You can um, be a tester of the software remote, just, just develop the software. There's so many different um, avenues you can go.
2: Hester sounds like fun.
1: What, yeah yeah you can try to break it
2: that's a um, great at <laughs> yeah, breaking it's
1: stuff. like a video game yeah it's really <laughs> fun. yeah it's cool all right and then from
0: that position where'd you go Ooh. from there
1: So from there, um, I just, you can kind of move up to to different roles. So you could go to a senior role. um, And then within the last year or so, I've transitioned over to that, the managing of the accounts, kind of like our executive accounts in this new um, cloud-based service that we have. And um, that is a lot of face time with, um, with, you know, the the top of the chain in the hospitals, you're you're making sure that they're happy with their software. Um, you are assisting on all types of projects that they're working on. Um, you are doing, you are, you know, you have your, your shoes back on and you're jogging, but virtually, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with your keyboard, I guess you could say. Um, so you are, um, you're busy again, uh, but in a different way. And it's not always lab-based, but we all have that experience of, working with the top doctors at hospitals and you know just talking to the CDC or the FCA we have all this experience with working with all of these really important people so all of those skills are applied to this new position in a different way and I was I was telling Melissa before we started um, I was scared to leave the lab because labs like a part of my soul, um, but it always comes back, you know, just the other day I was on on a call trying to to help resolve something in the lab and, uh, and all of our customers always appreciate someone having the actual clinical knowledge to follow along with oh, the CBC didn't cross correctly, whereas like someone, you know, someone without the knowledge would be like, CBC, I don't know, what is that? So, um, so yeah, it's, I still get a little bit of lab and and maybe, maybe I can find another, um, maybe the, I'll just keep watching the podcast episodes to, to get my lab fixed. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh,
2: I, I actually wouldn't mind, uh, Melissa, if you don't mind, I kind of want to dig into the cloud-based yeah, um, that's really fascinating. So like, mm-hmm. my intuitions, right, is that a hospital management would be really apprehensive mm-hmm. that data, right, mm-hmm. like potential HIPAA type of stuff, right, to go yeah. to <laughs> uh, offshore, so to speak, or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you so that
2: kind of resistance, or
1: I do. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we kind of like think of these, like, our customers in this in this platform, like our VIP, right? Like, there are these VIP people. They're trying out this new way, and it is, you know, supposed to get them to the next, you know, level. So they are signing up because they want to be the most tech, you know, technologically advanced hospital. They want to offer all of these things that other hospitals don't offer. So they're coming over to this. So essentially um, what how, how we have it set up is that we host all of their, their servers versus them hosting their servers and maintaining them. Um, and we kind of have it set up where we have these pods of customers that are able to share this one set of code. And within the pod, there are multiple tenants. Um, so they all share this one, one subscription in a sense. So we can tackle, you know, six or seven hospitals at one time with a delivery of some type of change. Let's say you have a bug, right? At one point, all of our emojis were acting weird or something. So we can deliver that to them, you know, fast and furious with one click of a button versus six or seven clicks of a button. Mm. So they're all kind of sharing this one set of code. Um where yeah they they do get protective of it right it it is it is a learning curve for sure and they do have to depend on meditech a little bit more to be able to move forward with things
2: I I remember uh at my institution we had like when you say LIS I kind of have like PTSD kind of just like pops (laughs) um we had lost service Melissa I I it must have been like Three or four days straight, or something like that, and we were on like downtimes and oh. or like partial downtimes, right? Where parts of the system is functional, but yeah. others aren't. And as a tech, that it, it, your, your workload just, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I wonder if having a cloud-based service like that does that actually help with stability issues? Because if I had to guess, I. I'd guess Meditech's better at managing servers than um, Joe Schmo at Hospital X. Uh, yeah,
1: it really depends, right? I, I think with like COVID, everyone's experienced staffing shortages. I think that's okay to generalize because I haven't really seen an instance of it not. But um, so it really depends what type of resources you have. We are, we are, you know, we do have a great team that's able to manage those servers. But let's say that hospital had the resources to have that's all they did all day, you know, and they just monitored that one server. So, so we definitely, um, we definitely do have the resources to support it, but you know, it's, it's, there's definitely pros and cons. We do have, um, we do have contracts and things in place to kind of manage the amount of downtime. Most of it is planned, but things do happen. Um, So, but most of, we have a percentage that we promise our customers that we will be up, you know, and not during down, you know, not down, the systems will be down. So we try to adhere to that, like the best we can, but things do happen. Yeah. um, Just like, you know, our phones don't work sometimes. It's, it's kind of, it's similar to that, but yeah, I remember downtime in the hospital. So especially if I'm ever presented with that, I like feel it in my soul. So I can just, uh, I I can be more, more empathetic, I guess. Um, Not that everyone isn't, but I'm like putting myself in that PTSD, like you said, Dave, it's uh, (laughs) times where you're just like writing all these things down on paper and you're like, I hope I keep track of all of this. Um, So, so yeah. Really neat. So I'm I'm imagining
0: in your position, you're not doing any of like the cloud-based stuff or like helping the hospitals implement that stuff it sounds like your job is more higher level where you're interacting with the hospitals making sure that they're happy do you do like the the sales of it the anything else or just managing it once it's already in and there
1: just just like managing it's a lot of like emails asking people to finished projects, getting on the phone with people, making sure people show up in, in different places, monitoring progress. You definitely get into uncomfortable situations, uh, just like we all did when we were pretend supervisors in hematology lab. I don't know if they still do that, but I just remember, I think someone was like fighting and I was like, oh God, how do I handle this? Um, but <laughs> so kind of like similar to that, where, um, you know, we, it, it's just, it's essentially like being a generalist, right? If I'm going to relate it back, it's like you have all these different tasks to do and all, maybe all of them are super important and you kind of just have to think about the science or the um, the weight behind each of those timers going off. You know, is the blood culture more important than the Japonin Is the blood unit more important than the spinal fluid? And so um, it's bringing those skills now into more of like managing uh, um, happiness uh, clientele um, and really understanding the technical side, the clinical side, um, the professionalism, the follow-up, how to interact with people. We learned that at least I felt like through our internships and working with all of our classmates and professors, um, I think, I didn't realize how much they taught us professionalism and, um, follow up and being consistent. All of that really comes into play. And I learned, you know, most, if not all of it from, from my time at UMass.
0: And then of course the hospital setting reinforced that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It absolutely did. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like kicked up a notch. I was like, okay, and all the knowledge is going into play now. So let's do it. But, um, but yeah, yeah, you learn, you learn a lot. I think the, the, the years I spent in the hospital taught me like a, a lifetime of knowledge also. um, that that just makes prioritizing things like second nature. I don't even have to really think about it. It's not like a difficult task. For me personally, just because I think we learned how to prioritize things all throughout you know college and especially being in the lab setting overall.
0: It, it almost sounds like your position is even more of like a project manager.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, there's different, all different types of of like titles, depending on like, you know, where you work. We definitely have project managers at the company. We have project coordinators we have, and there's all just different titles based on different um, things that you work for or support. Um, And, and yeah, I mean, I haven't been in this position for too long and and I'm, you know, I already get approached, like, we want you to to work with our most difficult clients, or we want you to to work with all these premier, you know, people. And I'm like, are you sure it's it's me? But, you know, you're flattered, but you're like, okay, like, let's try. Um, like, I'm new to this. You know, I didn't study to, to be this position particularly, but um, it definitely shows, you know, we can, we all can do things innately, in a sense that we've learned from from being in the lab or from all the training surrounding it.
2: Would you say that um, the environment is uh, more or less stressful than laboratory or, or perhaps different types of stressors or?
1: Yeah, I would say a different type of stress. Um, I think my previous job, I made myself busier by creating training programs. I, treated, I created a whole program for like new hires, um, I was really like, I worked with our upper management all the time to keep the morale. Like, I, I really liked all of those different tasks I was doing. And now it's like, I came into this new position where um, all of that's already in place. So the project works different. Um, let's see, how would I, I would say, I would say it's probably, it's it's less, it's less stressful. Um, if I'm being like completely honest, because i when I did work in the hospital, it was, I was very concerned with all of the patients, right? Lives. And it's not to say that they aren't, in my hands in the new role because it's all connected but it was more in my face you know it was more like I gotta look at the CBC right away you know it's our it's our chemo day and like this is really important or um you know why are these levels this way in chemistry and 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 you, you I physically would feel responsible for these results ensuring that they're accurate and out timely um, because I saw the name right in front of me of who I was impacting. So I think to me, the way I handle that stress is it was, it was a little bit more stressful for me because, because of the way I I chose to deal with it. Not everybody that might just be easy for everyone. But for me, I'm like, you know, very overthinking, you know, someone's family's out there waiting for this and thinking of myself in those family shoes. And um, so a lot would process through my mind just by like looking in that microscope at at the cells or, you know, or anything really.
2: Well, I mean, I think UMass did that to us too, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> they- they they were good at planting those little seeds.
1: Yeah, it's um, so true. Yeah,
2: really. and, and and good and bad, right? Because <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> you have that. Yeah, it doesn't stress. help
1: overthinkers because then yes. you're like, oh, let me add this new list of things I never thought about before. <laughs>
2: like, I think one of the difficulties I have as an educator now is knowing which students need those um, cues, mm. uh, and then which I need to like try to. Relax. Yeah.
1: it is so important you know at the end of the day like all of this work is is connected to the ultimate goal of like patient care and I do find myself in my role being very defensive for the customer like let's say it adds more work to my plate I'm like no they're counting like that I like if someone's trying to take work away I'm like no like I'm their only constant I need to stay with them I need to to continue to entrust like their faith with us like I don't need the less work. I I want to follow through on these things. So I think it it really is all connected, and and you'll take it with you wherever you go.
2: I'm glad to hear that.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. And and you had mentioned that you know the previous uh, analyst job that you had mm-hmm. versus this account manager job that you had very different, right? You're not in the lab world anymore. Mm-hmm. What made you take the jump? What made you change completely from lab to cloud-based systems
1: yeah I felt like I don't know if I got like the I don't know if it's like six or seven year itch but I was like I feel like as much as I love lab in this company there's more out there for me I can be doing more you know bigger better um things to kind of help and kind of show my skills and you know them out there so they get recognized higher and higher and i can kind of just you know my goals are to continue to advance my career so um i kind of felt like i had maximized my career opportunities with that current group and i still have an awesome relationship with them and um and i'm you know still the new lab people are you always like chatting me on the side and like I you know I love talking like can we talk about lab like do you want to set up a meeting (laughs) do you want to talk about anything um so um you know it's and that and even that as a random side piece of like if you are moving through different careers like don't don't forget you know like you could be going back or you could be seeing these people again so the networking aspect of Staying on good terms with everyone and being professional and showing the same respect that you would want for yourself is so important. So that transition, although uh tricky because I did let some people down, um I, it's what's was best for me and for furthering my career. Um, so and I was very open, honest, and transparent with my previous management team. Um, and they did do a lot to try to save me, but I just knew uh that i needed to to keep going and this new platform really like intrigued me right i wanted to learn more about that and i felt i had really mastered my my previous role to like the now i was just looking for stuff to to, to master you know instead of learning new things so yeah
2: well it's good I, I think um you know i try to encourage people to always be challenging right challenge yes.
1: yourself yeah
2: um i think uh, as much as I wanted school to be over, and mm-hmm. I was ready, I was ready to graduate. That journey of learning and growth should be lifelong. And multifaceted, you know, career wise, personally. So
1: it's so uh, fun. Yeah, I think yeah. I get scared if I'm too comfortable, like in my career, you know, I'm like, I hmm, like, yes, I can coast here or I know I have the abilities to keep going. So keep going, trying different things. Um, I knew that going this route would get me, you know, higher on the management scale and like into kind of, I don't really even know my end goal. Right. I don't know, but I just know that going towards the latest and greatest and continuing to learn just adds, adds more to my resume, you know, my knowledge base. Um, all of that stuff. And although I do miss lab, I can truly appreciate like the work I'm doing now as well. And, and know I'm fully prepared for, for it based on, you know, meeting with CAP back in the day and, or, you know, at the VA, the FDA would come in and they'd be in their uniforms. You'd be all scared and, but you had all your procedures done and you know how to interact with, you know, doctors and professors and, you know, that scary doctor that you don't want to call to give the critical result to. And, uh, so like all that stuff, um, really came into play into, um, into how, you know, I interact in my roles now with like the CIOs of the, most technologically advanced hospital Uh, I don't know if it would be in the world probably not but I would say like United States at least Um, but like you know you're you're working with these people who are so incredibly intelligent and have so so much knowledge to share with you as well so so it's pretty cool to to work with them and and get to know people
0: and then Kim just you talked about your work-life balance with your other position how about with this position is it better Is it worse?
1: Yeah, I will say it's a, um, it is, it was a step up. So I did anticipate, um, kind of having more responsibility. So I will say it has been a lot busier, a lot more work, a lot more eyes on your work. Um, And whereas in my other role, I kind of just like did my thing and got it done and no one really needed to check on me because I was doing it in this new role. It's like, I have a mil, you know, just a million more things to answer to keep track of. Um, again, it's like that multitasking thing where, you, when you are a generalist, or even if you are specializing in something, you might have something in multi departments or that one department where you have multiple tests you need to run, and and like we're in the background learning all these things that we don't realize come into play in like real life every single day. Um, and I'm like, it's it's like second nature to me. So my my new boss, my manager, is like what how do you, I don't even she's like we didn't talk all day are you all right because I'm still new in the role she's like I see you out there like you know but are you okay out there like I haven't talked to you so you you get used to working with people but also working independently and just kind of knowing how to troubleshoot and get to places yourself So, and then are are you looking forward to the potential travel you might have to do yeah, I actually am. I think I would love like the FaceTime with uh with some of these people. Like I'm already having, you know, getting to know them and building relationships with them, but there's something about being able to dedicate, you know, whether it's a week or however long it is to sit with them and focus on them. I know that I could, you know, f- far out exceed everything that I'm I'm doing from home just because I have to focus on multiple people, but having that scheduled set aside time for just them, I think would be, um, would be just like an, a great opportunity to kind of show them that we, we can do all of this and, you know, we can, we can manage your account successfully. So, yeah. And I love traveling for fun as well. Not that work's not fun, but, you know, for, you know, going to the Bahamas to relax also. <laughs> is there a hospital in, hospital in the Bahamas <laughs> I uh, no mine aren't really fun right now oh. I was like looking at them I was like nothing against Idaho I don't even know what's there I think like potatoes but um
0: but it's not warm
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I was like oh is there any is like Hawaii or but um but no I don't have anything super interesting yet but um I'm sure I'll find cool stuff wherever it is but uh yeah I am I am really looking forward to that and just to going to these places maybe I would have you know middle of nowhere South Dakota I don't know that I would have booked the flight there on my own so maybe it's pretty cool
2: and even some of those places uh, I think you learn a lot about um, you learn a lot from people so even though it's kind of like nowhere particularly special necessarily it's Mm -hmm. just interacting with that different culture the United States is a gem in that there's just so much variety
1: yes yeah culture is so yeah so important I've like I love international travel so if I get to work with international folks someday I did support some international lab folks and they spell things like differently that was kind of fun um but like analyzer analyzer this like z or s but anyway um they were out there like, you know, it's it's cool like to, to just see the different cultures out there. And then that builds all of your professionalism and people skills. And it kind of just all builds on top of each other and, and ends up working out for you in the end. <laughs> well, Kim, if you could give us like one
0: piece of advice for people who might be interested in coming into the LIS world, in some or the I guess the IT world in some Mm -hmm. aspect of it what would be that one piece of advice that you would give somebody
1: oh wow that's like the one piece huh Hmm. We
2: hit you with the big question
1: yeah (laughs) yeah how do I summarize everything I feel about um I would say it's not going to be like one thought I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna add a couple thoughts but I would say if you are the type of person who wants to know why, you know, like you kind of like question, well, like why did that happen? Well, why are they sick? How did how did they get this virus and the other person didn't? Like if you are that type of person and you really want to know why and you have like that true love for science or humans or helping or any of those things, I think that this career is totally for you, um, it will make it feel like you've kind of like found your place, um, and you found what you really enjoy and you want to be better in advance. And I would say, keep going. Don't be afraid to, um, to take chances, to change. If you're not happy in a situation, like find your happiness, advocate for yourself and, um, and just, um, you know coming on this podcast in a sense I'm just thinking about everything you know I don't talk about it often but that I've learned from just being in the lab worlds and and being at UMass and and going through the the MLS program there so so it's it's pretty cool it's a it's a nice like nice decade review (laughs) there's my one thought (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry I, i'm not good at summarizing things <laughs>
2: no nah, i I'm, I'm just so happy to see you um you seem to really really enjoying it and-
1: yeah yeah i am i'm glad i'm glad i found my way and and i'm sure i'll you know it seems like i just keep taking these leaps so i hope that the next one i find the right way and if i don't just re-steer to the next direction and keep going but yeah you, you learn so much like there's just the lab world in general, like I wish, you know, I could devote much more time to it than I can now, but you learn more than just beyond the subject. You know, there's a lot of things that become a part of you and 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 really help you through life. Agreed. Um. Great, well, Kim, we wanna
0: thank you for coming on and discussing your roles and your, uh, your path to being in the it world and sharing that with our listeners
1: yeah of course thanks so much for having me it was so good to see you both
0: yeah
1: so i think that's all we have for this episode
2: thanks for watching
0: so if you enjoyed this (laughs) i'm supposed
2: to do an outro kim and i just totally just
1: follow us on facebook and youtube and i don't know what you normally say kim
2: you're hired <laughs> <laughs> no uh, thanks for everybody that's listening and uh, and tuning in uh we appreciate feedback send us an email check us out on social media and uh if you're interested in coming on the show or you have some ideas about things that we can talk to uh yeah just let us know but, uh, and
0: subscribe
2: yeah and subscribe yeah you do that too that'd be helpful
0: <laughs> thanks for listening
2: thanks for your time